Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Happy Friday. I'm half alive. <laughs> you, you were out late last night. Yeah, we had our... Boots and Bourbon concert, and that's just not fair when it's on a Thursday. That's true. That's true. Uh, I usually dip out so that I can get a little bit of sleep, but I still feel super tired. Yeah. And now, what's even weirder is that the Olympic opening ceremonies are on right now. At 6.05 a.m. Yes, and they're airing it in its entirety, and it's it's just a different... It's like a sizzle reel at this point. It is. You know how normally, like we were just talking about this, how there's like thousands of people in the stadium dancing and doing, you know, weird art stuff. Right. Very synchronized, like beat drumming and... The only thing that is that is normal right now is the fireworks show that's currently going on. That's pretty typical. But there's, I think there was only like less than a thousand people inside. Yeah. Spectator wise. Otherwise it's closed to the public. That's so crazy that even as an Olympic athlete, like, you can't bring your mom. Yeah. There's so many families that are like that. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate. And, and it's a weird it's a weird vibe, too. I'll say that. I don't know if they're going to re-air this tonight or not, or if this is it, but uh, it's very subdued this year. I'll say that. So. It's very subdued. Not subdued, the fact that it's a free ticket Friday. Ayo. So we've got a bunch of tickets to give out today. Also, we've got... Uh, We've got your choice of Michael Ray tickets or the Zach Brown Band tickets with Remy versus Casey. We'll finish out the week and hopefully, you know, you can get a win this time. Give so. me a couple hours. We need to come alive a little bit. We do need to come alive. I ask you two questions. Casey, if you could go back in time, where would you go? That's a loaded question. It's not loaded. Just what, like, which, which era would you like to go through? Decade? Year? Hmm. I think if I really had to choose, I would choose like the 20s or 30s. Okay. Like the roaring 20s. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And if you had to go forward in time. How do I know? 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years. Just as a little visit. Just just as a little visit. Just a little uh, little peek into what's uh, in the future. Oh, I think I would want to jump ahead like 15 years just so that I could pop my little head in and be like, whoa, and how did we get here? Like, <laughs> I don't know what those missing elements and pieces are, but but I still just want to see just to make sure that they're all there and they're going swimmingly. So there's a man and he is on TikTok and he claims to have traveled into the future and has warned about human extinction in just a few years. This has happened a couple times. I don't know if you remember Y2K, but that was like a whole thing. And then there was like uh, the Mayan calendar predicted that we were all going to become extinct on a day. And that yeah. never really happened. I remember that. When you say Y2K, do you mean like whenever it went from 1999 to 2000? Yeah, the world was going to explode. Yeah. Because of computers and all that kind of stuff. But this TikTok user named Javier has found himself in 2027. And he says that there are no people left, only abandoned buildings and cars. That's only six years away. (laughs) If that's the case, we need to get in on, like, fixing whatever is going wrong. Apparently, he's been sharing videos since February 13th when he showed a supposedly desolate Valencia in Spain. Despite the lack of people, electricity, and internet, still appear to work fine for him, continuing to upload. So, 
even though in 2027, which is where he's uploading these videos from, there's nobody. There's still Wi-Fi. There's still Wi-Fi. <laughs> he's got okay. Wi-Fi and he's got food, you know, whatever. Uh, he says humanity has been extinct. There's no one at the shopping centers. I mean, honestly, I took a I took a photo at the South County Mall not too long ago. And you like, also saw nobody? Just like an abandoned, there's like an abandoned wing where like one of the anchor stores is no longer there. Yeah. And you kind of take a picture and it's like- I it's think a, Sears is gone and yeah. nothing replaced it. It's kind of depressing, but at the same time, there's like people behind me getting, you know, pretzels and stuff. Sure. Starbucks and whatnot. So it might just be some some clever editing and, and whatnot, but I mean, he claims in 2027, it's all over. I would, I feel like I would, uh, sir, how'd you do it? How'd you time travel? How did you time yeah, travel? That's yeah. what I'd like to know. That's how'd you do it? Question. If you can prove that to me, then maybe we can talk. However, I just don't know that I believe you. Man, I just want to take a little sneak peek too. I just want to go like 10 years in the future. Just take a little sneak peek. Yeah, just be a fly on the wall for a second. What's that's, going on? Yeah, What's that's going it. on? What's going What are we dealing with health-wise? What are we Technology? wearing? What are we, yeah, what are we wearing? We're probably wearing, so if it's 10 years in the future, we're probably wearing things from the 2010s at that point because it's Ew. always like 20 years before. I hate that. <laughs> and then we're, all, am I driving an electric car? Oh, yeah. We're, I don't, everybody always says we're, we're going to be flying, but we've we've been trying that whole flying thing, flying cars thing for a long time and right. it still hasn't happened. I don't so. think our cars are going to fly, but I think we are, they will all be chargeable. How yeah. about that? Yeah. I'm going to post this photo, uh, this, uh, this story up on the 923 WL Facebook page. Give us your thoughts. You think he's, uh, do you think he's lying or do you think this is legit? And where would you go if you could, time-wise? Yeah, where would you go? Wait, where would you go back in time if you could? Medieval. Okay, on that note, we're done. <laughs> wow, okay. That's a dumb uh, answer. Yeah, I would go back to medieval times. Last night was a ton of fun. Last night was something else. It was something else. Yeah, we were just kind of uh, debriefing in here and going through everything that happened last night at the Parker McCollum Andrew Janakis show. We got a chance to talk to Andrew Janakis, who is a newer artist, like so new that this is his first bus ride. Yes. And full band performance on stage. Ever. He really blew up overnight. Like, True Life made his first TikTok, went to sleep that night, woke up the next day with 200,000 more followers. Yeah. He instantly went viral. And I think if you ever actually see any videos of him singing or if you were at the show last night and caught him opening up, you'll understand why. He's just really talented and was just a normal person working at a Publix his entire life singing in the aisles yep. until he went viral and got huge. And it's interesting because for me, seeing an artist like that who is, you know, something that popped up overnight and uh, may not have the stage presence that some artists do, he looked very natural on stage last night. I thought so too. And he told great stories and he sang great music and it was just, it was a great show. Yeah, I was very, I was very impressed by him. Also, I was very excited to meet Parker McCollum because while he's not someone that gets played on like mainstream country radio, he's got a huge following. Yeah. A huge following. So that show sold really well. And he was also much more introverted and kind of sh not shy, but like kept to himself backstage. Yep. He was just there to do his show and do his thing and connect with the crowd, but he didn't want any of the extra BS about it. Yeah, I was hoping that we got a chance to talk to Parker. Uh, Marty got the interview with him, but I, I want to ask... Because there is this weird phenomenon with performers sometimes where they're introverted. 
Yeah. But they perform in front of thousands of people? Like it's nothing? Like how do you do that? Like yeah. I, I don't understand. I'm a very extroverted person. I have no problem being on stage in front of people. But I can't imagine if you're an introvert and, he's and stepping out on stage and doing something in front of people. He's not the artist that I expected that from either because he's known as literally the gold chain cowboy. He's kind of like a glam country and I don't want to, I mean, he's definitely red dirt if that makes any sense. So I don't want to confuse you there. However, he puts off this persona of like, I'm it and I know it. Yeah. But then when you meet him in person, he's very much like, hello, ma'am. How are you? Yeah. It's great to be here. I'm so excited to play for St. Louis. I haven't been here since blah, 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 blah. Lots of sirs and madams. Yes. Ma'am. Last I, night. I was like, you're so polite and humble, and I'm so excited to see your show, which was great. Yeah. We talked about after the interview about how he has a bull in the PBR tour, right. which I think is like super cool. And talking about like the bull's ranks and all that kind of stuff and how it's been at the vet for a little bit and now it's back out on tour again. And yep. Yeah. It's just fun to it's fun to learn about these people and and not just their music careers, but everything else they're involved in as well. So Yeah, and how cool that he was like, Oh yeah, before we got here, I just I was golfing at some place called uh, Forest City, Forest <laughs> Trail. We're like, ah, Forest Park, yes. <laughs> it's That's a little one. it's a little golf course we have here and you know, a, you know, it's a small little recreational park that you can go to. Right. <laughs> get lost in if you want. Uh, today is a free ticket Friday, so we're going to continue our Boots and Bourbon shows. Uh, we've got John Parties at next week, and then Michael Ray just after that. So we've got a yeah. bunch of Michael Ray tickets for free ticket Friday today. That starts in the 8 o'clock hour, so be here for that. You don't want to miss these shows. I, I can't stress enough how cool of a room the pageant is. Everyone comes by and always, because you don't see country shows at the pageant. Something yeah. that everyone says is you can't have a bad seat. You always feel like you, you have the best seat in the house no matter where you are. Yeah. And all the country, uh, all the all the boots and the shorts and the the cowboy hats and all that kind of stuff, like on Del Mar, is fun to see. It is fun to see because I'm like, <laughs> I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> yep, yeah, go to the Parker McCullough show. Uh, so join us definitely next week for that John Party show. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, at the pageant. Our Boots and Bourbon series brought to you by Bullet Bourbon Frontier Whiskey and Spectrum Retirement Solutions. You can get your tickets at 923WIL.com. Casey covers country on 923WIL. So early. Earlier, we were talking about the power of TikTok, the power of social media, because our opener for our Boots and Bourbon show last night, Andrew Janakis, is big right now because he went viral on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of new country artists are seeing that sort of success, and this video is currently going viral. It's of a man who goes to a grocery store, and the people that work are not a grocery store, a gas station. Yeah. And the people that work at the gas station knows that he has a great voice and loves to sing, especially country music, and they posted this video of him, and it went absolutely viral. And I don't know why it always is this way. So clearly he's got a great voice. The boardwalk's quiet and the carnival rides. And he covers a ton of different like songs and genres. Yeah. I love the setup of this because it's just like he's shopping in the store and then the cashier will be like, no, no, sing some Casey and JoJo. Right, sing like, Casey. He's like, I don't know if I remember the words. And then she hits it. And he's like, oh, my life. Right. Like he's like, I'm just trying to buy my Mountain Dew today. And she's like, no, but wait, give me some Keith Urban. And you will he perform. Delivers every time. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was pretty cool. So I put the video on our Facebook page, 92.3 W.I.L. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 W.I.L.
the opening ceremony, a much more subdued and somber affair with lots of restrictions in place. Olympic athletes from around the world marching currently into a nearly empty stadium. Sweden going across the runway right now. Uh, international spectators were banned months ago and local fans were ordered to stay away last week when Japan declared a state of emergency due to a surge in coronavirus cases. Organizers, organizers say about 950 VIPs, government officials and foreign dignitaries, including First Lady Jill Biden, will be at the Olympic Stadium in Tokyo. The opening ceremony began about, what do you think, hour and a half ago? An hour and a half ago, yeah. yeah. It's just so crazy to see that massive, what, arena or stadium, whatever it's called, just for the most part empty, except for the athletes and the, like you said, the powers that be. The dignitaries. Yeah, they they kind of made the seating look like there's people in it. I yeah, mean, they it, did. It's not fake people, but it it's just like... trick your eye. Yeah, it's like pixelated... I don't know. It's kind of cool. The opening ceremonies, as far as the creative stuff go and the artistic stuff go, really kind of, like like they said, subdued. Wasn't really a whole lot of it. I just remember that going on and on and on for hours, it seemed like, when in, in years past when it comes to the Olympics. And I think that they might have done that for a reason, just to say, like, hey, we're not trying to glitz and glam this up. Like, we know everything just kind of is what it is yeah. still. So we'll get back to that next year. There's definitely a moment of silence and a lot of reflection in this year's opening ceremony. Yeah. So just happy that they're happening, honestly. Happy for the athletes that they get to compete this year, which is good. Next story, throwing away trash could get very expensive in San Francisco as if it's not already expensive enough to live there. The city is looking to spend up to $20,000 for prototypes of sidewalk trash cans. The city's custom designed cans would be less expensive when mass produced. That's good. Wait, I don't get this. Yeah. So they're so, getting trash cans? So like when you put out your trash and you put it in like your trash can, that trash can is about $20,000. Why? Will be in San Francisco, at least with these prototypes. Uh because apparently they have had so much trash spillover that it invites rats. And so rats have been a huge issue in San Francisco. We can't have that in San Francisco where a 500 square foot apartment is a million dollars. Of course. <laughs> Ultimately, large scale production could result in a higher trash rate for consumers. But at the same time, it's like it's San Francisco. So you're living there on your own. You know that it's going to be expensive. So what's another... 50, 60 bucks a month at that mm, point. I guess. <laughs> Next story. Many places have been experiencing record temperatures this summer. What's the high today? 93, 4? Like, yeah, 93, 4. I think we have a heat index over 100 today. Oh, man. Do you guys, do you have a duvet uh, on your bed? No, just like a comforter. Okay. So I don't know if you've seen this video, but this has gone viral of a woman who basically took the, the down comforter like out of her duvet. Yeah. And she slid herself into the duvet, but she put fans on one side of it. So oh, you're basically yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. living in a wind chamber. And it just, the top kind of blows up over yeah, you. Yeah, it's like a little fort. It's it's kind of, it's a really cool idea. If I would have known this as a kid, I probably would have done it more. But uh, if you're trying to stay cool and work at the same time, because this girl's on TikTok, she's like on her laptop, like answering emails and stuff like that. In a little wind chamber. A little wind chamber. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be so funny to walk into. Honey, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just enjoying the breeze. Did you build a fort? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> uh, the Cardinals looking more like themselves these days. Big win over the Cubs last night, 3-2. to two. They'll try and take second place from the Reds tonight in Cincinnati. First pitch at 6-10. 92-3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. Time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants, Ashlyn in Imperial 
Andrew in Afton. Ashlyn was on the phone first. So on this Friday, Ashlyn, who do you choose, Remy or Casey? I'm going to go with Remy. All right. Remy for the win. Are we good? We're good. All right. We're good. Let's go. Now let's roll. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. Friday in Remy versus Casey. Remy, three of four days this week you've had a win. Yeah. Casey yeah. got the win a couple of days ago. Remy comes back with a win yesterday. He leads nine to six this month. Today the game is where can you find me? Remy, who's going first? Uh, Casey's definitely going first. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure on. That's okay. So Remy's going to jump out to the hallway where he can hear nothing. Uh, the way this game works, I will give hints as to where I am at. Could be in the St. Louis area. Could be somewhere in the world. And they just have to guess where I am. Casey, where can you find me? I'm watching the Gateway Grizzlies play at home at GCS Ballpark. What city can you find me in? I think that's technically Sage. Question number two. I'm at the Red Rocks Amphitheater. What major city can you find me in? Denver, Colorado. I'm paddle boating at Forest Park. Where can you find me? And is this like St. Louis, Missouri, or is this yes. like the boathouse? Yeah. Okay, okay, yes. Yeah, okay. It, yeah, okay. You know what I mean. The business. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's close enough. All right. Eric Church sings about him and his buddies taking the old Winnebago for a trip. Where did they go? Uh, Talladega. Question number five. I'm on the tallest roller coaster at Six Flags St. Louis. What roller coaster can you find me on? The tallest? Does not like that face. Uh, I'm just, I really haven't been in Six Flags since junior high school, so I'm going to guess and say Batman. Question number six. I'm watching Shania Twain perform at a residency in Las Vegas. What hotel can you find me at? This is tough. A really tough one because is it is it not like a major one it's i mean it's a, it's a i would say it's a major one okay mgm and question number seven i'm visiting alcatraz what city am i off the coast of ah, san francisco all right how do you feel casey um pretty good there was some for sure that i didn't have a gauge on some of those were tough i had to throw a couple of really tough ones in there to hopefully kind of split you guys up a little bit at some point if we need to yep uh remy Back in, where can you find me is the game today. Question number one. I'm watching the Gateway Grizzlies play at their home park, GCS Ballpark. What city can you find me in? Cahokia. Uh, Cahokia? Question number two. I'm at Red Rocks Amphitheater. What major city am I in? Denver, Colorado. Colorado. Is it Colorado or Colorado? Colorado. Everybody says Colorado. We I have Colorado. this argument a lot. <laughs> I'm paddle boating at Forest Park. What business can you find me at? The Boathouse. Question number four. Eric Church sings about him and his buddies. They take the old Winnebago for a trip. Where could you find him? Winnebago. That's exactly how it goes. Grand Canyon. <laughs> 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 Question number five. I'm on the tallest roller coaster at Six Flags St. Louis. Where can you find me? The tallest? The tallest. Ah! Mr. Freeze. Question number six. I'm watching Shania Twain perform at her Las Vegas residency. What hotel can you find me at? Uh, Shania, sh she's at um, Planet Hollywood. Man. Question number seven. I'm visiting Alcatraz. What city am I off the coast of? San Francisco. Woo! How do you feel? <laughs> Not awesome. <laughs>
<laughs> Did you also say the Grand Canyon? Is that why you were laughing? No, because oh, it, it was a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no pressure. Uh, I'm watching the Gateway Grizzlies play at home at GCS Ballpark. You are in Sage. No! Casey had it. Yep, yep. One point lead. I thought the only thing in Sage was strip clubs. Well, you got the ballpark too. Ugh. For post game. <laughs> uh, okay, number two. I'm at Red Rocks Amphitheater. What major city am I in? You both got that one right. It's Denver. Casey is up two to one. I'm paddle boating at Forest Park. Of course, you are at the boathouse. Casey leads at three two. You both got that one right. Eric Church sings about him and his buddies taking the Winnebago for a trip. You did not find them at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> they were at Talladega. That's where they were going. Did you guess that? Talladega. Did you guess yeah, that? Yeah, I got it right. Casey with the 4-2 lead right now. Dang it. I'm on the tallest roller coaster at Six Flags St. Louis. Casey, what was your answer on this one? Uh, I said Batman. Batman. No, it was his enemy, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Remy is right. Four to three so far. Close one. I'm watching Shania Twain perform at her Vegas residency. What hotel can you find me at? It's not MGM. It is Planet Hollywood. <laughs> How what? you got that, I don't what? know. That what? was the hardest one on here. The Planet the Planet Hollywood Pleasure Pit. That's, That's correct. I've played That's... Uh, Blackjack there many times. Gosh, wow, of course okay. you have. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not, it's not a bad thing. Did you I win? I didn't say it was. It was not a pleasurable experience. All right. All right. <laughs> it was not a pleasure. No, bit. they took my money. Uh, <laughs> number seven. I'm visiting Alcatraz. Are we tied? Uh, you are tied, by the way. I'm visiting Alcatraz. What city am I off the coast of? It is San Francisco. You both got that one right. Again. Wow. Overtime. Sudden death so well. This is a first to answer correctly wins. Okay. I am enjoying a heart-stopping BLT. Where can you find me? Uh, Ken, Caron Kenny Kitchen. Remy wins. Let's go. Let's go. He just punched a hole through the window. Elbows up. Look at that. Ten to yeah. six this month. You took four of the five days this week. Let's go. Remy. 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 Yeah, he does. <laughs> he wins. And also, Ashlyn wins. Congratulations <laughs> to Ashlyn and Imperial for picking the correct winner today. Do you want the Zach Brown Band tickets, Ashlyn, or do you want the Michael Ray tickets? Let's go with Zach Brown Band. Going to Bush Stadium. Uh, Andrew, we got you the Michael Ray tickets. Hang out on hold. We'll get your information. And uh, next week's a new week. And really, it all boils down to next week, because if you lose next week, it's over. I lose July yeah, as a you whole. Do. It's, a, it's a big deal, so uh, buck up. The Olympics are underway. And are you an Olympics viewer, Casey? I can't lie to you. I like to watch the Olympics. If I know swimming or one of the big, more popular to watch sports is on that day, I'll grab a snack and sit down for a couple hours. Think of some. Think of a something that isn't a sport that you would want to be a sport in the Olympics, because there are four new sports this year: karate, sport climbing, so like mountain climbing, mm -hmm. surfing, which I never understood on how they judge that. Like you can't control the waves, right? But I think I. Th I don't know if they do this in a controlled environment or if they just do it in the ocean. I think it's not like you get multiple waves, though. You do. It's like what you can do with the waves you're given in that time. Yeah, but I know that they can. I know that there are 
several wave pools in the world that they can actually like control control it. I don't know if they have that in Japan or not. And then that would be interesting to see. Skateboarding is another one, which I, think, I thought was in there a long time ago, but I guess not. Yeah, I think that one, it's about time skateboarding's in there because I think that one's also going to be fun to watch. Remember that like Olympics for the skaters? X Games. Oh, Remember yeah. Remember that? The X, of course. Is that still a thing? I, oh, yeah. Why is like. I loved watching that as a kid. Now that skateboarding's in, I feel like blading and that kind of stuff should also make its way eventually. I wonder if BMX, see, there's so many different sports that are represented in the Olympics now that BMX might be in there. Like BMX, it might, and we just biking, don't know it. and uh, I forget what else they do, but there's so many crazy, uh, there's so many great, like uh, motocross, mm-hmm. whole bunch of X games. Anyway, if I had to choose um, something that's not in the Olympics right now that I think should be, as an X cheerleader, I'm not going to say cheerleading because everybody's got an opinion on it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say stunting. Because that's that and tumbling. I mean, tumbling is really just gymnastics, but stunting to me was always like the competitive part about it. Like if you can throw this girl, however many feet in the air, and she can also land on top of you and both of you are just standing on each other. Like, I think that's allowed to be in the Olympics if curling is. (laughs) Hello. So do you, so is it just, you're thinking with stunting, that's just usually a male and a female. Right. It can be a male and a female. It can be a team. It can be a team effort where it's like um, a sequence of pyramids or a lot of different stunt sequences. But stunt itself is now its own sport, whereas mm-hmm. like a lot of the bigger high schools around the country are kind of trading out cheerleading for stunting. Wow. Okay. And I think that's really cool. In a few years, I think that's going to make its way to the Olympics, and I'll be really excited to see that. Have you seen the guy on TikTok that throws his like daughter, three-year-old, four-year-old daughter around? Incredible. She is amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. I could totally see the athleticism in that. 2% of people want Quidditch from Harry Potter to be in the Olympics. Yep, they do. Whenever we can ha- fly around on brooms, I think that that might be an option. I think <laughs> I think competitive eating. <laughs> no. It's weird. It's weird, but it takes endurance, right? You have to train your stomach. You have to stretch your stomach out. These are all things that Olympic athletes have to, have to do with their bodies. I think it takes a certain level of weirdness in a person <laughs> to decide that they want to try that. You don't want to see Joey Jaws chestnut eat 72 hot dogs? Absolutely not. <laughs> but will it be in the Olympics someday? And I'm not putting it past anybody. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, we're looking forward to the Olympics, the opening ceremony going on right now. Uh, and the nations are you know, doing the whole parade thing as they come into the stadium. So uh, happy to have the Olympics on for the next couple weeks on TV just whenever, but look out for those new sports. And if you have any new sports, go ahead and leave that on the Facebook page. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. The opening ceremony, a much more subdued and somber affair with lots of restrictions in place. It was not the right audio. No. Try again. A family visiting St. Louis got a pretty big surprise at the St. Louis Aquarium at Union Station. They were the one millionth visitor since the aquarium opened a year and a half ago. Shout out. Family visiting St. Louis got a big surprise at the St. Louis Aquarium on Thursday. They were the one millionth visitor since the aquarium opened. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know they were keeping track like that. Yeah, I, you know, and I think this would have come a lot sooner had last year not happened. Uh, But I wonder what number I was. Probably two. <laughs> you were right up in it. Excuse me. Uh, have you guys laid the, the concrete yet for the habitats? Uh, I'll be here. here monitoring, making sure that all the animals are taken care of. 
no, uh, congratulations to the, that family. It says they're visiting St. Louis. I don't know if they're from the area, but they got a season pass now. Right. So are they cool. visiting from like out of state or are they visiting from like Alton? Yeah, it didn't say. It didn't say. <laughs> I'm guessing that it was probably a family vacation and they were from out of state would be my guess. We're but. vacationing to St. Louis. Yeah. To the aquarium, Shark Canyon. Maybe Remy will be there. Just hanging out. I'll be by the coral tank, let's Posted. be honest. The coral tank and the opt, uh, the octopus tank are probably the coolest, I would say. I Yeah, I was really blown away by everything at the, not everything, I'm going to be honest, but a <laughs> lot of things at the St. Louis Aquarium. The octopus is really cool. If the octopus is moving, the octopus is really cool. Yeah, if it's still, you're kind of just like, yeah. is it okay? Yeah, it's so smart. Next story, the Blues 82 game 2021-2022 regular season schedule has been released. St. Louis opens the season with a first-round playoff rematch against the Avalanche at Ball Arena. The Blues home opener is Saturday, October 23rd, so make plans. That'll be against the LA Kings. And the schedule will feature 26 meetings with division rivals. So Where is that at? Where's what at? The schedule? Ball Arena. Uh, that would be in Colorado. <laughs> so they're not, it's unfortunate they're not starting the season here. Got it. So the home opener will be on October 23rd. So make plans for that. Got it. Next story, a Massachusetts teen may have avoided killing a squirrel, but she did a lot of damage to a home built by President Lincoln's great-grandfather. The 19-year-old claims that she was swerving off the road to avoid hitting a squirrel, <laughs> and she ended up in the living room of the Samuel Lincoln Cottage in Hingham, Massachusetts. Oh, no. Nobody was hurt. Destroyed a historical a landmark. Historical landmark was not in good shape afterwards. Oh, no. The owners were sleeping in the in a, the bedroom at the time of the crash. They said they planned to hire a specialist to make the repairs. There's no word on the condition of the squirrel. I mean, I'm sure the squirrel's fine. I'm sure the squirrel's laughing in a tree. I have to make a confession. When I was 17, I did this exact same thing, except I missed a house, but I tore up their front yard. <laughs> you, you squirmed into their yard because of a squirrel? I was, yeah, and I was on like a road, like not just a side street, but like, I mean, comparable to Olive in my hometown. Wow. And I swerved because, you know, me and the animals. <laughs> And I tore up a really nice yard in town. I could say that uh, people might do this for turtles in the area. I know that yeah. there are people that have bumper stickers that say, I stop for turtles. Yeah. Uh, my driver's ed teacher said, if it's anything less than a skunk, we're running it over. Just to let you know. Like, if it's anything that Yeah, uh, we're is, not swerving or slamming yeah, on brakes. Exactly, exactly. So that's kind of the rules I live by that's nowadays. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get used to that here in, um, now that I spend so much time in Creve Court because yep. there's geese everywhere. Yeah. And they just strut across oh, yeah. Olive like it's nothing. You in my world now. I'll hiss at you. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. So on Monday, remember, I had to report that really sad news that the music festival over the weekend, Faster Horses was deemed to be a success even though they had four deaths. Yeah, it was kind of like a freak accident, right? It was a real freak accident with... Uh, Carbon monoxide? Yeah. Yeah. And it got a little looked over by a lot of the artists. Like, none of the artists that performed there really even said anything about it. It was just in the news about how, you know, the whole festival was over by the time that people even found out that 
there were fatalities there. Yeah. But not this artist. One of our faves, Luke Combs, laid out his own money to pay for all the funeral costs of those fans that passed away at the Faster Horses Festival. Oh, that's got to be so hard as an artist to, I mean, not not to donate the money, but just to have to do it under those circumstances, if that makes sense. Right. I think it's really nice that he took that initiative. I don't exactly know if he even played there, but I'm glad that he took the initiative to acknowledge that it happened and then do that for those families. The people that died were all men in their early 20s. Luke Combs is 31, so I'm sure he felt some tie to or like relatability to just those guys who were out hanging together at a country music festival. I know there's a GoFundMe campaign started to raise funds for this as well, but I I just think it was really classy of him to take it into his own hands and take care of his families that their families that way. Yeah, it says authorities believe they died of carbon monoxide poisoning from a nearby generator. And it's just it, it this is one of those examples where you think you're okay when you're like sitting next to a generator or you've got the generator going and then the trailer or maybe the I don't know, the RV or whatever, and that's leaking in and you're just kind of hanging out inside. You, you got to be careful with that because, yeah. I mean, you don't want this to happen, obviously. And there's there's a lot of camping and a lot of, you know, RVing going on right now. Mm-hmm. So just be careful. Remy and Casey on the way out for the week. We are going to be celebrating a weekend. We had our Parker McCollum, Andrew Janakis show last night, which was a success. That's true. And we were out late. Yes. So... It's one of those Fridays. Some of us more than others. TGI <laughs> F. I. So there will be sleeping that happens this weekend. Uh, we covered a lot of stuff today. Uh, most importantly, I think uh, the biggest headline is the Olympics, right? The Olympics right. are this. We just calculated the time. It's literally been three hours and 45 minutes now, this ceremony. And they're just now to the torch, which is where they will eventually light the the main torch. What do they call that? I don't know. Ah, like the, the main ceremonial. Uh, I think it just might be called the torch, but that will signify the game's beginning. Even though like softball, soccer, and a bunch of different things have already played started. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think canoeing is on later. Yeah, I saw the list of pole sports, vault. The list of sports <laughs> on today, and I don't know that I'm going to be watching today's airing. Yeah, it takes a second to get to get started here, but once we get into like gymnastics and oh, like yeah. Simone Biles, then and, it's going to be on in the studio. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. all day long. It's going to be on prime time for Japan is about two or three hours ago. So yeah, I don't know if they're choosing to air the main events like gymnastics and stuff in the morning or if they'll, you know, record and then re-air at seven or eight hour time. But uh, they're about 12 hours ahead, I believe. Yeah, it's like late night there for them right now. Yeah. Yeah. So Olympics are on. So it'll be on my TV from now until it's over. So... Uh, we've got that. We've also got a free ticket Friday for the rest of the day. So if you True. want some Michael Ray tickets every hour from now until five o'clock, your chance to win those Michael Ray tickets. Yeah. If you went to our Boots and Bourbon show last night with Andrew Janakis and Parker McCollum, tag us in your pictures or maybe just like comment us under your pictures. I definitely want to go through and kind of reshare them today. Yeah. There was a lot of people there. Lots of people there. Lots of people there. All right. Have a good weekend and uh, we'll see you back here on Monday. Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio. Or download the 92.3 WIL app and listen there. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation.